K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got Yo. Super Bowl. Are we doing that? Are we not doing that? Is the boycott on or off? I get confused. Listeners, you know where you are. You in the podcast dojo, baby. Black on both sides. I'm one half of the host, King Kuhn to 3X. And my esteemed colleague, locally known, world-renowned, universally accepted, 9 out of 10 dentists. You know how I go. You know that temple's on that shit. Mr. Be Honest, what up, B? What's going on, man? Uh, Super Bowl. Um, it's in my city, man. How do you not do it? You know, I don't normally do this, but did your co-host from the No Nonsense show go to the venue last night? And if so, why the fuck? (laughs) Well, there was a free concert with Bruno Mars, Cardi B, uh, such and such, such and such, and his cousin and them. Everybody was there. It was a free concert. There was festivities everywhere, free drinks and, you know, probably free Cokes, anything you could think of down there. It was basically a people, a traffic jam. I guess he just kind of wanted to be part of the mix. Even though I Speaking called him, even mm-hmm. though I called him at 7.30 and told him, hey, the news just said, if you're going headed downtown, don't, turn around. He still went, so. So, I don't know about you, be honest, but I don't like traffic. I don't like annoying individuals, particularly that aren't from my city. So that's not some shit I would have done. I would have gone the opposite direction of all this shit you're talking about. I'm really surprised. Well, me and Kit were going to, well, we got invited to go. We ended up going the opposite direction as you speak to the suburbs. But you know what's crazy? We went out there to um, get some food because I don't know if people know this, but we live in Atlanta proper. We live on right on the edge of Atlanta proper. So if you go maybe a mile in any direction that's not towards the city, then you're in other, you're in other neighboring small suburb city. So we're right on the outskirts, but we didn't ended you, up... Didn't you buy a Bobby and Whitney's old place? No, but um, uh, we moved, we, I mean, not moved. We uh, traveled further out to a place called Douglasville to get some food. And in mm. Douglasville, people were, it was like an hour and a half wait, two hours wait out there. I guess people were visiting for the Super Bowl and decided to go out Saturday night. So even if you weren't in Atlanta proper and you were out in the suburbs, it was still retarded, so... And your, and co- say, your and I, colleague went right to it. I say retarded with utmost respect. Yeah, but my colleague went right into the, the Yeah, fuck it. We ain't that kind of... We're, we know, I try to keep it somewhat PC, but, you know, I too use the R word. Um, well, I'm just surprised he went. I guess yeah. good for him. I guess he survived. Uh, <laughs> as, as, you know, as for me, you know, fuck all that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can be selectively antisocial. Okay. But you said the concert had a, Cardi B. Yeah, she was headlining. Her and Bruno Mars. Well, I fucks with Bruno Mars, even though I don't think he does original songs. <laughs> mm. Every song he does is, in my opinion, is uh, kind of like a remake. I think, I think Bruno goes and gets a box of cassettes mm. when he's getting ready to make a song. Okay. And he, takes, he picks from that cassette, puts it in his boom box, and he plays it. And if he likes it, you know, if he if he doesn't like, it, he skips it. If he likes it, then he says, "Okay, I'm gonna make a sound, a song that sounds kind of like that." Okay, I challenge you. I challenge you because um, I agree that Bruno Mars does have a sound that is reminiscent and nostalgic 
of the late 70s, early 80s. 80, 90, 2000s. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. But I challenge you, though. See, I'm a believer in everything is a remix, right? Mm-hmm. I challenge you to tell me one of your favorite ratchet artists that doesn't sound like 10 other ratchet artists. It's just that because Bruno Mars... Two Chains sounds like Two Chains, mm, done, sir. No, sir. I think that that sound, those things are reminiscent of other rappers. Here's the problem. The problem is that you're, the, the, the songs that you're listening to, they all sound like each other current. They're all contemporaries, whereas Bruno Mars has decided... You know trap what? beats. A trap beat is a trap beat is a trap beat. And, the, and the flow on a trap beat is a flow on a trap beat is a flow on a trap beat. Many, and I, and I say many with a capital M and a capital A-N-Y, of the people right now are sounding like Migos. The way that they're delivering, the way that they're flowing. In fact, Drake Not too even... chain, sir. Okay, but you're talking about an anomaly. I'm talking about the majority of artists that you listen to sound just like the other artists that you listen to. Because it, there's everything is a remix. Everything. Yeah, but Bruno is definitely... I mean, he's making... I mean, he's, he's doing New Jack Swing. Okay. He's, he's just rating all of Good Prince listeners. When I said good prince, good like, why did Kunta say that? <laughs> I don't even understand good prince. Isn't all prince good prince? What does he say? Why would he? That's a weird adjective to use. You got to get in the slack room. If you want to, the slack room, it goes down. You interact with, be honest, myself on a regular. Uh, we interact with other people in our slack family. And you understand that be honest kind of got into a semi quasi heated debate with a member of the slack about. Prince, the glory years, and whether or not Prince's years after he wrote Slave on His Cheek were good, bad, or the other. And there are many views. And I think, uh, wait, was it you or was it was it uh, our, our, our brother Baylor was saying Prince after, after he wrote Slave was no good? I didn't say Slave. I said that, I said that only the first third of his career was, was quality. That's what I Yikes, said. Yikes, that's two-thirds, man. Yeah. Two, two whole-ass thirds. The second-thirds were... Hit or miss. It was probably like... Bet seven, back <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't fuck with that. There were like 700 songs that I could have done without. Like the, the first, you know, 75, yeah. 80. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I tried to go back into his, to his latest catalog. And it's just, I'm, you know... Hey, man, I'm... Maybe I'm not mature enough. I don't know. It's not that. It's I like it's like it. that double dutch that you just can't get the rhythm of. You can't jump in because uh, you can't find the rhythm of it. Yeah, it's like, hmm, this is some interesting. <laughs> what is this? Is this rock? Is it soul? Is is it funk? Right. Is it all of it at the same time? Maybe. And it's not good, just, even if it's any of that. It's not good. So. It's not. It's not. But listeners, if you want to get in the Slack room, be part of conversations like this that break out spontaneously and organically, you know, hit up com and ask for interest in the Slack. It's only going to cost you a picture of a human being as a profile pic. But I digress. So Bruno Mars, he loves him some prints from that good third. Uh, he loves him some basically any goddamn thing that, uh, in my opinion, that... Um, Teddy Riley has ever touched. Right. He loves him some New Jack Swing. Right. And, you know, I'm not mad about it. I rocks with it. But at the same time, I just I just don't see the originality. But that's me. That's right. me. But, hey, but, yo, look, here's the thing, right? So this is a scary topic, kind of, because I don't know if you're for me. I know you are, because in the, in the legal world, this was an unprecedented um, game changer. When Robin Thicke and Pharrell got sued for the likeness of Marvin Gaye, 
in the Blurred Lines song. Pharrell knew better. Yeah. He Here, knew better. Here's the thing, though. So people who are doing this type of music where they're kind of uh, using the theme or the inspiration from other songs are, are getting, you know, pinned to the wall. So I think that if Bruno were closer, it would be, a, you know, you start seeing those lawsuits pop up. I don't, I don't think that Prince will sue him, but maybe somebody in Prince's estate would. I think that he's doing a good enough job of making an original content and just using the feeling of, which is kind of yeah, like... Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. Okay. He's, calling to, he's calling the feeling back of these songs, and he's putting his own Bruno Stank on it. I'm here for that. But, you know, I, I, know, uh, I know New Jack Swing when I hear it, and his last album had a lot of New Jack Swing. I'm here for that. As long as as long as you, as long as you're trying to be original with it, you know the writing and the melodies. I'm here for it. I like the sound. Like I like that music back then. I don't know if I would want all my music to sound like that now, but I like the the how he's being a little bit more diverse in this market of just you know trap beats and you know yeah every, yeah most definitely. But one of my issues actually with his albums is that I don't believe he creates albums. He creates you know he does one song at a time and. And yeah, I just okay. I feel like he's talented enough to to not do that. I feel like he's talented enough to do the work, put right. together a whole complete album, a whole complete vibe, start to finish, and don't just make you know twelve singles. Right, I got you. Any event, so uh, speaking of, oh, but hold on, Cardi B's uh, show companion though shut it down. I don't really think that Bruno Mars is what made people the. I mean, made the Atlanta city government turn people away. It's because Cardi was headlining is what I think it was. Cardi is, once upon a time, I said Beyonce is the Beyonce of her generation. Well, God damn it, I think Cardi B is the Cardi B of her generation. I just don't, I do not understand. Just to remind you, listeners, Cardi B will be having a Pepsi commercial. We're recording today, today Sunday. A Pepsi commercial today during the Super Bowl. Joining a, a, a list of two, those other two performers with Super Bowl Pepsi commercials being Michael Jackson and Beyonce. Amazing. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I'm just, it's, it's like a, it's like a wave. We're just riding it. And I, here's the deal. I cannot really wrap my head around why women who seemingly have their ish together, their life together, you know, gainfully employed, you know, paying their own bills, um, can read. I don't really <laughs> understand why women seem to rally around Cardi B. I was having a conversation uh, with a friend on Friday night. Um, me, Miss Kunta, and some friends went out drinking for someone's birthday. And I asked this lady, I said, hey, you know, why do you like Cardi B? Because you know what she told me? What did she say? Because she keeps it real. Oh, God. What the f entire fuck does that mean? Man. Man, that, that is... Ladies, let us depressing. know. What is the fascination with Cardi B? Is it she keeps it real? There's got to be more to it than that. Real what? Loud, loud and abrasive. I think that there's real loud. I think there's a romanticism. Um, and this is just my theory. You know, Kunta doesn't doesn't. I don't know that he agrees with this, but it's just my theory. There's a romanticism with the loud, abrasive black woman because for so long, if we were to look at sitcoms or movies, what happens is there's a bunch of white cast 
and there's this one black lady and she's loud and strong and abrasive and everybody was scared to talk to her. They're scared to, to go against her because of how loud and abrasive she is. And so, you know, they, they, they I guess they, they term that sister girl. And mm-hmm. so what happens is everybody in, in, in the uh, civilian world starts saying, well, damn, sister girl gets respect. So now they become strong black women instead of calling themselves sister girl. And strong black woman a lot of times just means loud and abrasive and nobody will fuck with you if you're the loudest one and you make a, a scene everywhere you go. And so more people are relating to that because they feel like that's the only way that they're going to get some power in, in regular everyday situations. But that's, I mean, if that's what we're, if that's what we're calling relating to, I think that's, um, that was sold to us by the media conglomerates and it's not really strong and it's not really powerful. It's the kind of, it's people, people look at that from a distance and laugh as they do Cardi B's character. Not necessarily Cardalisa or whatever her name is, but Cardi Bell B's Collis? character. Bell Collis. That's it. I don't know why I always get it wrong. Bell Collis, I think is what it is. Because, because, people, because it's completely <laughs> unexpected. People look at no that sense. from a distance. People look at that from a distance and they laugh. It's a caricature. They're, they may They may sell it because everybody wants to buy it, but from a distance they're laughing at that. So I don't know. I think that yeah, that's but what it is. This bitch is laughing all the way to the bank. I she mean, is. she is. As she I mean, as she's, she's selling everybody down the river, she's laughing to the bank. I mean, she she literally you you just pointed out. You believe that she the draw was probably her over Bruno. Right, it was. I know it was. That in Atlanta that 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 those are probably facts. Oh, not fuck, not in, anywhere those are facts. Let me tell you Super why Bowl I know commercial. That. Pepsi. Let me tell you why I know that, Kunta. The reason why I know that is because I only thought it was Cardi headlining until I watched until I me and, until me and Kit were sitting at dinner and I looked up at the TV and it said uh, headliner Bruno Mars and Cardi B. That's the first time I heard Bruno Mars' name. Everybody here was saying Cardi B concert, Cardi B concert, free That's concert, such a free shame concert. Shame because Bruno Mars, you know, he, he he writes songs. He can play instruments. Right. He can He's dance. He's a fantastic dancer, but between, <laughs> right. but between dancing him and Cardi is probably a push, depending on what you're looking for. <laughs> he doesn't get tips when he dances. <laughs> well, not no more. <laughs> what, what do I mean? I'm sure when he was a little kid coming up doing his Michael Jackson impersonation, they probably, he probably had a hat somewhere. Had him on the sideway, on the sidewalk with a hat. But yeah, so I'll, I'll make it a push between him and Cardi on dancing. It just really depends what you're looking for. But Bruno is actually, you know, the reason why I'm so hard on Bruno and his albums is because I know he has more in him. He could give us something completely original if he so chose. I'm expecting a little bit more from Bruno because I just know he has the artistic talent within. Right. Whereas Cardi B, what is the talent here? Is the talent... One of those is is she kind of is she the female version of Aubrey Graham? Is she Drake? Is she female Drake? Um, That's it, man. That's exactly what she is. She's female Drake. She's a more likable female Drake. I don't know what you mean. When was the last time Drake wrote a rhyme? Um, a long time, man. I don't know. I don't know that he has a no long part. time. But I tell you what, yeah. he can repeat them shits really well. Yeah. And he can make pop hits very easily. You know, he sings sometimes. I mean, Cardi B, her next rhyme will be her first rhyme that she writes. So she's, but she sounds, she sounds so good. Sounds so nice. Don't you agree? Mm. And that's not what my problem is. My problem is the moments when she's not performing and she's being talked to. 
the vacant stare, the cold, dead eyes, the slack jaw with the mouth open. She's going to dog walk you. The, the little, you know, the spit kind of slowly forming at the corner of her mouth because her mouth is open. The <laughs> that she does from time to time. Um, I don't get it. But you know what? It doesn't matter because this is it. This is Cardi B is the Cardi B of this generation. And she's going to ride this shit to the wheels fall off. And, you know, hey, yeah. and I gonna, can't say I blame her. I do the same shit. It. We're going to keep buying it. So, you know, hey, get the people what they want. Yeah, but meanwhile, you know, Nicki Minaj is just sitting there wondering why Fifi didn't get more traction. With- she, I just heard a Drip Too Hard remix with her, and I they say it's a Cardi B and Drake diss, but maybe I'm just too old and get the references. I It just seemed kind of, it seemed kind of pointless. Or maybe Cardi B now has got market power and she can't be too, too direct. Who knows? All I know is Nikki ain't got, Annika ain't got no Pepsi Super Bowl commercial. Not at all. Annika ain't no resident in Las Vegas. Jamie Mack didn't go through brave millions of randoms and strangers to go watch Annika perform. <laughs> yeah. And I tell you what, um, Bell Collis has more OEM parts than Annika. And so there's something <laughs> to be said for that. Ain't nothing real on Annika, but um, <laughs> maybe her ears Cardi B's and that, ta- that raggedy tattoo on her arm. Everything else been replaced. Uh, Ropar. Mopar, I mean. Switched out. <laughs> you know, those cars come into, those race cars, they come into the pit. And they, yeah, she's in, and it all switched out. That's messed up. Whole new Annika. Um, but, you know, I'm not mad. I, I just, ladies, just, you know, let us know. What is the fascination with Bill Collis? I, I don't see it. I mean, she's cool. She ain't this cool, but apparently she is. Don't know. Um, but speaking of uh, people that used to be hot, but now are not. Um, so Bobby Schmurda. Remember, remember Bobby Schmurda, the hot boy? Yeah. Hot nigga. Hot nigga, yeah. Yeah, I guess he's getting out in, uh, at some point next year. How? Whoa, that's a little early, right? Yeah, I don't know how. I just saw his family had posted a, a, a pic on social media. They got, hit up, they got picked up by the baller alerts in the shade rooms. Apparently, he's going to be released at some point in 2020. So, I mean, wow. I don't really know what he got charged with. <laughs> I know they snatched uh, uh, it was him. some kind of racketeering charge. For- racketeering charge, huh? right? It was a racketeering charge of some kind. So, it was, it was, a, RICO, uh, it was a RICO charge. And I think that if I'm not mistaken, with Rico, even though there are there are increments as far I mean not increments, but there are differences in the in the sentencing, it's still all pretty major sentencing, right? Yeah, that's my understanding. Unless he made a deal. Right. Segway. Speaking of people making deals and Rico and racketeering, apparently, uh Takashi six nine of Fifi fame and you're such a fucking hoe I love it it is a catchy song you hear that song to be honest yes it's very catchy that whatever the magic the god formula is for putting earwigs in your ear they that they mass they got that on that song I mean I don't like Tekken 72 or fuck Kanye but I like that song 
Anyway, so Takashi. Surprising to no one. He's apparently agreeing to testify. I guess some of his colleagues. Hold on. Facing 47 years, he's agreed to testify. Ironically, side note, 47. How old is Takashi now? 22. What does that number equal? 69. Mine explosion. <laughs> Takashi 69. Crazy. <laughs> Numerology. Oh, Super God. side note. I did my numerology numbers uh, Tuesday because, I don't know, I got bored right. and I have ADHD. Turns out I share a lot of the same numbers that Erica Badu and Beyonce. Ooh. However, my life is not like Erica Badu's or Beyonce's. So the only rational thing I can draw from it is that numerology is bullshit. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, so back to Takashi's 6 9 uh, so he's decided that he's going to uh, testify against his uh, his gangsters, fellow gangsters, his his, his bloods. <laughs> Is anybody surprised by this? A little, a little. How, you're surprised he's he's testifying to get less time. Okay, he's so- going to plead guilty to nine counts and snitch on his fellow gang gangsters. Who's surprised by this? Are they surprised by this? I'm a little surprised. I, Why? I, I He's made no gangster. I know that we we mostly when we when we get to the the I, I, quote unquote serious side of the show we we talk a lot about politics, but I think there's a conversation here, Kunta, about snitching and what that means and it's, if it's okay. And I think that there is actually a conversation. And Black and Both Sides maybe should take a look at it real quick. What do you think? You want to take a, take a few minutes? All right, man. Um, so. He was looking at RICO charges. That means he ain't getting out. Right. It means you just in. He'd have been an old man. You know, he, yeah, he's like, you know, you know, you know why the caged bird sings. It's not happening. Right. Um he, he does not have conjugal visits, apparently. Uh why did I say that? Because I'm trying to paint a picture of what his life is versus what it appeared to be. So he rose to fame. As one of the, you know, one of the littles. He's not a little though, but that of that ilk. And he seemed to be going to the upper echelon of of those types of people, the yachties, the uh, little pumps. Uh, he was working with, you know, big people. Nikki, Annika, yay. Probably would have worked with Cardi. Maybe has worked with Cardi. Don't know. Um, but to get his street cred up, um, he was trying to portray himself as a gang member. Initially, it was it was the Crips. They wouldn't have him, so he decided to change his affiliation to the Bloods. You can Google this. There are pictures. So, you know, this is not real. This is a character that he's, he's created to get, quote-unquote, street cred for his rapper character. And... um you know, so we, he never was about that life or knew much about that life. And he was probably more of a puppet from the people that he was around than someone can pull in the puppeteer strings. And for whatever reason, the DA in New York decided to make an example of him. And so um, he got hit with these RICO and racketeering charges. And... 
he's just a dude. Right. <laughs> this but, is like the fire concert all over. He's just a dude. But who's not just a dude? They wanted to be a rapper. Who isn't just a dude, though? All those guys are just dudes who got put in a position where they are puppeteered into making bad decisions. Like Takashi is no different. But I think once he decided to sell heroin, if, if he actually did, or he he may be lying and saying he did it just to, so that, that he could plead. If he decided, he if he decided no to heroin. sell heroin or shoot at people, you're no longer just a uh, a stand. A well, he did. Do, he probably did do that one. Yeah. They probably did. I mean, remember when Mama D had that gun on that on that uh, baller alert clip where Mama D had the gun and she was trying to shoot the gun in the air, and you know she wasn't. She does. She's not a gun shooter, so it was a little bit awkward. Here's my thing, though. Uh, a lot of the old the OGs, I guess you'd call them Snoop Dogg, and those people are, are making Instagram posts calling him a snitch, and you know, when, since when do gangsters act like this? And you, you're you're right. That may be a little far fetched to call Takashi a gangster. I don't really know him personally to know. Where his what his heart bleeds, but I think that <laughs> I, I think that once you start down that path, you gonna you, say that shit with a straight face? Yeah, once you probably Pete, went, they, went, they, they they riding around. All right, little homie, here's the heat. Point it that way. Okay, but, that, but that's everybody that is in the beginning though. That's even the, that's even the ones you think are real hard knuckleheads. Now they started out that same way. They were innocent little kids. Somebody put a gun in their hand and said, "This is what we do to our enemies." And they like the kids like, "What the fuck did I get myself into?" But an hour later, they shot somebody. You know what I'm really, saying? And, that's and, that's legit gang violence. This dude is like trying. I gotta get my street cred up. I'm but, a but those little dummies, they're doing that too. Like, yo, little little Mark, you can't be part of you can't be part of our crew until you kill somebody or until. You, so they're that too. They're trying to get their street like, cred. Like, uh, you, you familiar with the guy uh, Blueface? You've yeah, heard so, of him? I've heard of Blue, Blueface. Yeah, he's he's probably a similar thing. Like, if you're doing these things in your raps, you're probably going to have a problem at some point. Well, he was a star quarterback, so I don't, I'm don't. i not really sure I understand. Did, did his football – I don't really know. I know he's a California guy. Did, did his football career end and then he decided to do this, or did he stop playing football to do this? Be honest, we're in the trust tree. All right. I don't really fuck with Blueface, man. I see him. He looks like a clown. You know, he had the interview where he said he didn't really like music until right. about two years ago. I saw that. I've listened, I've tried to listen to some of his raps. It doesn't work for me. Um, he, he said he likes cutting disjointed. hair. He said he likes cutting hair. So rap is just a way to open up a couple of shops is what I think I heard him also say. I, I don't know. All I know is that he seems phony. Uh, I don't know how to say it. He got a lot of tattoos, but a lot of people got a lot of tattoos. Right. That's be the, honest. The I know we're talking about something serious right now, but this nigga keeps looking at me and I can't not see it. Did you see that Bow Wow shit? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I think it's amazing to happen on Super Bowl weekend. That's you, you see the mugshot. <laughs> you, she t- fucks his ass up. <laughs> Why isn't she fucked up though? Like he is done, and she he is, is like, toe up. Man. She's still mad at her in her mugshot. She's still pissed off. Like I think she still got a couple more scratches in her. Like he's he's so fucked up. Like he can't really go outside without like somebody trying to touch him up with some sort of makeup or g- concealer or some shit. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to stay in here. He looked like he was in How a tiger. How do you get that fucked up? He looked like he was in a tiger cage at the zoo like, Yeah, he looked like he got in a fucking fist. He got in a fight with Wolverine. What the fuck? Shod? Oh, That man. boy stayed taking L's. Yeah. All he does is take L's. Or, or does he? He's still in the news, man. Bow nah, wow man, this is, this is an L. He in the news with his face fucked up Doesn't by matter. a woman. We're talking about him. People are talking about him today. He's still in he, the no, news. No, no, but he, he be taking this shit like, you know, he be extra sensitive about this. Remember, <laughs> what was it, about, I don't know, six months ago, he was having the, 
posting those suicidal tweets and shit. Right, but check funny. this out though. Try to check this out, Kunta. What if he is the first one ever to flip the whole movement that you know all the the Me Too and the the men are physically abusing women. What if he flips that shit and he gets the first the first time wins a case against this lady because she is pissed off in this mugshot? I think it'd be easy to incite her again in a courtroom and get her to admit everything that she did to him. And what if he gets money from her? That would be. You know what I'm saying? He, he might find- wind up getting some money from that. The way his ass looks, <laughs> that his face looks, he might wind up getting some money. That's what I'm saying. Because he took that L again. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This could be a, a new precedent in mail bashing. I'm here for I, it. I think it is, but you know, but 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 you know, are we He's really little surprised too? I got his ass whipped by a woman. We're not. He's little too, man. Like, women, yeah, yeah, women are his size. So, yeah, I don't. Oh. No, okay, so look, but back to what I was saying. So, so you're you're saying that it's okay for Hernandez, Daniel Hernandez, to snitch because he was never real, and I'm saying that I'm not so sure that it's okay to be a part of something and then turn around and be like, okay, he did it, he did it, he did it. I don't know, and I mean, of course, I'm not a gangster. I'm not. Those I'm not niggas for- can't be surprised. They let Daniel Hernandez in, and he got the charge, and now he's trying to snitch. Mm, stand up, Daniel. You got to stand up, man. No, he's trying to stand up, but well, you know. I'm sorry, you got to sit down then. You got to go and sit down for a few years. Bone check. <laughs> uh, was it fresh fish? Fresh fish, like a live squirrel. Or, or is no snitching bullshit, and you just got to take care of yourself and your family. And if if somebody else falls because of you standing up, you know, raising your hand and saying you're willing to co- cooperate, is that okay too? I mean, you know, you only live once, and who's to say what life is is for, supposed to be for you? You can't. I, what do you think? What are you saying? I'm not sure what you're Depending saying. Depending on who it is. Okay. Put it to you like this. I agree with another one of our brothers on the podcast on the Rare Science Network, a goat named Reginald. I think that if I was in the car and he gave me the gun and told me to shoot that direction, and I shot that direction, I might would, if those are the types of things I did, I might would try not to, not to quote unquote snitch. But once you start getting them, them years, decades, life, just like a birdie, I just want to fly free. Who's going to throw away their life? He, he wants to get out at some point. So I, I, I'm i surprised more people don't when they have more years. I think they do, though. I think, I'm pretty sure they do, I too. think most people do. They just find a way to, to conceal a little better. Yeah, but the thing here, with it here is that it was not concealed very well at all. <laughs> and so it's like, this is surprising to no one that the non-gangster pretending to be a gangster heart actually does pump Kool-Aid. And yeah, so... But see, I don't know that he's not a gangster. I'm, let me let me let me clarify what I'm saying. At what point does the poser switch over to gangster? Because let's say well, he's from a legal standpoint, or from an well, from an actuality standpoint. Actuality. Let's say from an hood standards, right? So let's say Daniel Hernandez was posing for the, the majority of the the first few months of his his interaction with these gang members, right? At some point, though, you're you're no longer a, a 
opposer. You become complicit in it. And then at some point past that, you become a, a participator. And then at some point, you have to become a gangster. So you're saying he had not yet become that or he never was going to be I that? He, I don't know if he got his, his B-walk on yet. I don't know if he got his blood walked down. I don't think he made it. I don't think he graduated yet. See, I don't I think, think that's was, fair. You know, I don't think that's he fair. He was in, in, in uh, advanced courses on a, at an accelerated learning curve, but I don't think he made it yet. I think a lot this. of people, a lot of people are out in the in the internet streets claiming he's a poser and he's soft and he's that. But what I'm saying is, when does he ever get to pass that that I guess that accusation of being weak or a poser or whatever? Because they're playing. I would say the first time he has. On his own, an idea to commit a crime and does so. Okay, so see, now we're now we're saying that all all gang activity is negative, and we're perpetuating that the same old thing that the the media does. That this is all just criminal stuff, and there's nothing there's nothing these people have worth living for. There's nothing that's that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the once he becomes a gangster, I mean, what if, I, what if he's just enemy. part of his gang and he's the public relations person? You know what I'm saying? Every company has a public relations. Yeah, but relations. once he himself decides, hey. I'm gonna sell this brick to this over here, or hey, I'm gonna fuck that dude up for no reason. But what if that's not his job in the gang? That's what I'm saying. Like you have a, a corporation, right? And you have many facets to that you, corporation. You've been watching Ozarks again, haven't you? Ozarks. Yes, the money launderer has to go to jail prison too. <laughs> I'm saying, what if Daniel Hernandez is Bateman's got to go down? What, what if he's the story the, ends? What if he's the PR person? For the gang, he would still. He's be not a, just the PR person. He's the PR and entertainment. Okay, fine, but that's his role. So, you know what I'm saying? Does he ha- does he have to be the killer to be part of the gang and official and also uh serve time because of his gang related killings or whatever or could he just be the PR guy and the entertainment guy and that's what he brings to the gang. That's that's how he glorifies his gang and that's how he holds his gang up. He holds his gang up by singing. <laughs> By by being the I'm the, I'm the street team for the gang. <laughs> I, I'm you know I'm I'm the master of our digital footprint. And you're, you're, so, you're you joking know. me. You're joking me. But I know you. I'm not. But but at the same time, the short answer is yes. Once you are engaged in a criminal enterprise, right? Whatever your role is, you've decided. I think what we're looking at here, and we're drawing this line, we're further dividing ourselves for no apparent reason, is that we want to... What we're really saying is, he doesn't look like a gangster. That's what we're really saying. He doesn't look like a gangster, so he's not. Yes, what you're saying. What I'm saying is, he's a gangster because he's the PR for the gang, and he needs to stand up and do his time because he decided to be part of that. And that's the life lesson. Is if well, you got nine counts. I don't know. I'm not sure how many years it's going to carry, but it ain't going to be. Like I said, you know, I I tried to go back and give that album that album fizz a listen. Couldn't do it. Yeah, because we're not going to be getting any 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 new music from Tekken '78 anytime soon. Either way, we're not getting new music from him. If he gets out and he, he cops a plea and gets out, we're not going to hear any music from him. If he stays in. He'll be sixty before he gets out. We don't want to hear any music from him. Either way, his career is done as far as being a rapper. Yeah, agreed. Um, so the Patriots owner, Bob Kraft, was dancing with you. Guess who? No. Fucking Cardi B. Oh, my goodness. Do you do you know much about Robert Kraft? Um, staunch conservative. Uh, millionaire. Put a pin in that one. So staunch conservative. Okay. <laughs> Who's he, who's who who thinks he they're really good friends? Uh, Forty five. Yeah, Trump. 
yet Kraft is meeting with Meek Mill and not dancing with Cardi B. Is he trolling us? Yes. Or is he just hedging? Is he just hedging everything? Oh, hedging. That's what I thought you meant by trolling. Yes, he's hedging. Totally. I mean, you can't, you can't be with the people who are, like, say, pro Colin Kaepernick. That'd be Cardi B. That'd be Jay. Because he's talked to Jay-Z, too. Yeah. And support MAGA. What she does. Yeah. Well, look, hold on, Coach. I've never, I've never investigated this. It just seems obvious. So I never thought to look. He is affiliated with the Kraft brand. Is that correct? Like the cheese and all that stuff, right? Uh, don't give me the line. I think so. Yeah. I, I, I I, I, it was just too obvious. So I never looked it up, but I thought he was. When you get, when you get to a level of that much worth and that much, you know, um, capital inclusion with the i mean when you're when you're that deep into spent making money off of the, the american people i don't think there are any limits to who you'll get in a picture with and who you'll it doesn't matter at this point so he's willing to take all the meek mill fans that are willing to come there and all the cardi fans as well as all the maga people he doesn't care and it doesn't matter yeah yeah but as a as a as a cardi b person or as a maga person what do you do when you see something like this i don't know i mean to me to me it seems like Trolling at worst, hedging at best. Well, it depends on how hard you, how high you can throw rocks. I mean, he's in a helicopter, so you can throw your rock if you want to, but will, will it matter? Mm, I guess not. By the way, Jesse Smollett released a statement. Did you hear Jesse my Smollett. Did you hear my opinion on music love life about that whole thing? Yeah, it doesn't. It smells funny. Yeah, it's just all he of says. It. In his first public appearance, quote, he was actually uh, at this uh, place called the the Troubadour, and uh, I guess in, in WeHo, West Hollywood. He said that, quote, I had to show up tonight talking to the crowd because I couldn't let these motherfuckers win. He asked for solidarity, and the crowd. Uh, to to stand with him, and that he was going to stand strong for all of us. All of who? Y'all. So that's us, everybody. Y'all no, 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 no. He said these motherfuckers went to my heterosexuals. Who is he talking about? I guess he's talking about his uh, his his MAGA ninjas no, no, that no, no, attacked no. him. They beat him up for being gay, right? So he's saying uh, they they're not going to beat us. Who is he talking about? Heterosexuals. I took he's not, that in the he, Universal. I he's not he was, standing up for me by being a gay guy. all-inclusive umbrella. <laughs> he's not standing up for me by being a gay guy. Sorry, sorry, Jesse. Uh, I'm good. Thank you. I don't need any representation. <laughs> you know, I, I heard your, your opinion on, on, on Music Love Live. Listeners, if you follow the show, um, the unofficial Instagram of the show is KingKunta3X on Instagram. If I don't post about it and it seems big, there's a reason. <laughs> Something about this story just don't quite seem right. Yeah. I feel like I need more information. You know, Erica Badu says she needed more information. I need more information. It's the numerology. I line up. Yeah, exactly. It's not our bank accounts. Uh, but anyway, any event, I just need more information. I'm not trying to be, you know, insensitive, you know, but... Beyonce was right. There are too many boxes checked for this hate crime 
there's too much planning that would have had to have been in effect to calculate one. Oh, that's Jesse Smollett. Oh, he's here right now. I mean, and the more that they poke at the story, the more questions come up. So let's be reasonable listeners and let's just let's wait and see how this one plays out with good old Jesse. Now, uh, maybe he has no idea what happened, and maybe he's being a pawn, like Bionis uh, said. I think that actually might be the case. But in any event, we'll see, man. Uh, wait to see what this footage uh, shows. No one's telling us yet. He won't By the way, congratulations to uh, Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner for baby number two. Hey. Maybe uh, this one will... Get Kylie's original looks. Won't that be interesting? What's the youngest you can have uh, plastic? You can, a baby can. What's the youngest a kid can have plastic surgery? It's like this is thirteen. <laughs> no, they're they're doing that that stuff now where they can go in before the baby's born and change stuff around. You can have like the perfect six foot three, blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, baby. Even if you're Hashtag Travis Scott, black excellence. Even if you're black Travis doctor Scott, pioneered that. That uh, that procedure of operating, yeah, black in, people, black excellence, yeah. But in in any event, so um, but you know, how long is it before black people start having white babies? You know, you know, interesting. Yeah, you just start having a white. You know, oh, fuck yeah. this, fuck this whole black thing. I think I want my kids to be white so they can have a better life. And you just have you change that little DNA string. And have a little white kid with blue eyes, and that's your baby. It literally came from your you and your girl's body. However, it's not. It doesn't look like you guys. It looks like a uh, Dolph Lundgren or something. I wouldn't be surprised when that happens. It would just be more of the white man prospering on the backs of people of color. But that you know what though? Oh wait a minute, Kunta. That that starts a a, a that messes up the whole the whole system, though, because technically they would be white because that DNA string has been altered. So then, what does that mean about? I, hey, man, I'm opening a rabbit hole. I don't think I want to go down. Never mind. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So let's look at at uh, fuck Kanye and Kim Kardashian's last kid. We don't know uh, the race of the mother that of the of the. Yeah, the the woman that carried the baby. But that was a mixture of, of Kim Ye's DNA. Allegedly. And so the baby came out mixed. So that's an interesting question. Yeah. We should look into this. <laughs> Ken, what would happen? Would it matter? I don't think it would matter. I would think that if you've got the, the, the genetic materials, sperm and egg, and they're the same race. That that's the race that would you would get out, even if the uh, fetus was carried to term in the body of an. Wow, this is a fucking rap. Why did you do this? To I, us that's why I tried to stop. I tried to stop early. Once I realized it was going to be some crazy shit, I said, "You know what? Nope, not today." Just okay. Let's. <laughs> damn man. Yeah, man. Let's move on. <laughs> so Bow Wow got his ass, got the brakes beat off of him. Right. If you haven't seen Bow Wow's mugshot, you should go do that. The shit is hilarious. 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 I mean, 
It's like if he has boys, and I don't know that he does, given the way he looks. If he has boys, they would say, "Um, what is is it that bad? It's not that bad, is it? <laughs> yes, yes, it's that bad." His boys, he's he looks like somebody was standing over him at one point saying, "She fucks you up, man." Right. Like, damn, one of those. Yeah, it's bad. Like he can't leave the house for maybe two weeks. He's he gonna be he gonna cry in the crib. He ain't coming out the house. No, not him. You know he loves he that attention. He's house. an attention bitch. You know he's gonna be out in Super Bowl weekend getting all that attention. He likes that. He don't care about that. Trust me. <sighs> Trust me when I tell you you're gonna see pictures of him in the club tonight and last night. Trust me when I tell you that. I don't know, man. Bow Wow got knocked out on camera and came back with our excuse. Like he doesn't care. He doesn't mind. He likes that attention. <laughs> He loved, remember? You remember that? <laughs> Millennials, man. I don't get it. Like, what the fuck, though? All right, man. So, uh, who you got today in the Super Bowl? <sighs> I got the Patriots. Uh, un- I mean, I don't want to, but they're going to win. I think that the, other, the the Rams just aren't mature enough as a team. So I'm picking the Patriots, but I'm going to root for the Rams. I know that's stupid to do, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be secretly wishing the Rams win, but I think the Patriots will probably pull it out. Any Patriot fans who are outside of New England is clearly, they are clearly, without a doubt, assholes. Who roots for the Patriots outside of New England? I don't know. I don't know. Who are these people? So I'm with you, be honest. I, I, my mind says the Patriots should probably win because, um, well, you know, they do this. Whereas... Those three Patriots losses, you had a defensive line that touched Tom Brady. Check for the Rams. Oh, my God. Aaron Donald is amazing. Yeah. I want to be on the HGH he's on. Then you've got, like, um, strong running games. And the three times the Patriots have lost in the Super Bowl, the team had a, the, the team that beat them had a strong running game. I think they'll Gurley, need both. Gurley and Anderson. But Check. they'll need both Gurley and Anderson. It can't just be Anderson. Right. But the last time the Patriots were in the Super Bowl last year, and they got beat by the Uggles, um, Foles balled his ass off. He balled his ass off. He wasn't missing targets. I don't know if, if, the, if the Rams quarterback can do that because he was shook as fuck in New Orleans. Yeah. It's going to be less loud... Uh, in Atlanta, uh, because those people that are, are in the higher seats are going to realize they ain't going to be seeing shit. Did we talk about this? I think we did when Kunta went to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. In that new stadium that Arthur Blank built, the Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium. What is it? Mercedes-Benz Arena? I don't know. Yeah, some stadium. Uh, the higher you sit, the more you can't see shit. And you can't look down at the field. There's nothing really down there to help you. Me and so Jay if you don't Smooth, got some binoculars? Yeah, we didn't. Me and Jay Smooth had tickets up there. We didn't go up there at all. We went down to the 200, and there's like little bars you can stand up at. We watched yeah. the game standing up the whole game. It was pretty good, actually. But if you had gone to those seats, no you way. looked at that 360 jumbo trim like, wait, wait a minute. I can't see shit. The halo thing? Yeah, no, we wouldn't Yeah, so that. these people in those higher seats are going to miss the halftime show. Right. They ain't going to see it. If they ain't bringing binoculars. They're fucked. So... <laughs> I was about to give a, a PSA, but it'll be too late by the time Bob's comes out. But I was like, hey, if you're going to the Super Bowl today, make some, you better pick up some binoculars or you're fucked. Right. Um, in any event, um, 
I don't think it'll be that loud as it was in New Orleans. And uh, if he can, the quarterback, Goff, if Goff can somehow channel his potential and not hurt them and keep up with Thomas Brady, they have a shot. But Brady is a killer. Yeah. And he's got, I don't, I, I don't understand why he's not tired of winning. Don't. He's like, to me, he's kind of like Floyd Mayweather is in boxing. He's not going to be exciting. He's not going to do anything that's going to be like, it's, it's never amazing. That's what's so, that's what's so awful about it. He's literally the guy that brings his lunch, lunch pail with him to work. He does his job and he gets all the shit done. He, you know what I'm saying? He's going to do the short passes across the middle, maybe on the outside there. He's going to uh, slowly bring the ball up and down the field, let the running back run just enough to where it throws off the passing game. That's what he's going to do. And he's going to do that successfully and win. And you're going to hate it because there's nothing flashy about it. It's like the defensive game of Floyd Mayweather where he doesn't really knock you out, but he, he wiggles and squiggles and moves and turns and, and hits enough of the, the, the jabs and the, you know, the hard shots to, to win the fight, but it's never fully exciting unless you're a lover of the inches game in football. And if you're a lover of the inches and game... that's when I realized, to be honest, doesn't really watch these damn games. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Tom Brady it is It depends never on exciting. the game. Tom Brady is Thomas never can, exciting. can win any kind of game. That's the problem. Young Tom Brady. You, no, you, I'm talking about these past few years. Tom Brady is never exciting. Oh, these past few... Oh, shit, man. He's, what, 40? Well, that's what we're talking about, right? I thought we were talking about post... Yeah, but for one game, I mean, he, he dueled with Mahomes. Post, they put it on the Chiefs. Post 28-3, the 28-3 Super Bowl comeback. Uh, Tom Brady, including that Super Bowl, he's not amazing. It's just, it's just short passes. It's, it's the obvious stuff that people just I don't ain't gonna want. Put that shit in there. You gonna fuck around and so if they win today, be honest, because of this bullshit you put in the, you put in the universe right now. You know, you gonna have fucking six rings and one seventh. You don't see the comparison between him and Floyd Mayweather as far as the technical. He's very technical and he gets all the things done and needs to get. I would, done I would compare him to to Floyd to Pretty Boy. Uh, of more of the pretty boy floor. No, that's not what I want to say. I would compare him to Mayweather at the time he fought Canelo Alvarez. Okay. Because the shit since then has just been ugh, unwatchable. Okay. But you know yeah, what I'm so he, he, he Yeah. So yes, he's going to do what it takes to win right. and that's it. Right. And he doesn't care what you think about it. Not at all. And he's going to go to the opposing quarterback's locker room after the game to give you a pep talk because that's the kind of stand-up fucking guy he is. Yeah. And Goff's going to need it. Because <laughs> that fucker probably still is shook. I mean, <laughs> you come over to, he came over to the sidelines and the coach looked at him and said, really? <laughs> that's white people for, what the fuck? Bro, dude, my nigga, what? Nigga, what? Right. What are you doing, son? So that, yeah. So we'll see what happens um, I'd love to see LA win because <sighs> Patriots don't need any more championships. No, they, they need no more. I don't. I, you know, I blame the Chiefs for this shit. They should have won that game. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So, we'll, we'll, so that's the that's 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 your. I think we have a similar prediction. Is that our minds say the Patriots should win, but. We're going to kind of root for the I really Rams want the Rams to win, but it just, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, I like white tears. I'd like to see Thomas. Well, he's not one. crying. I think he'll do it. He won't cry for losing. He's, he's won I too bet much. he will if he loses. To, see, remember, this, he, he lost last year. So if he loses another Super Bowl, nah. 
Maybe. Let me dream, Beyonce. Let me dream. Okay, yeah, he's gonna really be broken up and cry a lot. Might be. Uh, Sean Payton was. I was like, uh, you crying, dog? Hey, don't get me started. So I'm crying over the play calls. Do not mean. get me started on the Saints if you don't want to make this in the podcast on the Saints hate. Leave it alone. <laughs> you don't have to. They, 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 this, speaking of which, <laughs> this has been a fucking horrible two, two or three weeks for the city of New Orleans. Do you know that? Why? What happened to them besides losing everything? Well, now the Pelicans, New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, yeah. Uh, their star player says, screw you guys, I'm going him. He don't want to play no more. I don't be a Pelican I anymore. I didn't hate the Pelicans and, until I hated the Saints so much, and now I hate the Pelicans too. And so the, the, Anthony Davis, their best player, the best player they've ever had, likely the best player they ever will have, says, I don't want to play anymore. They didn't pull this fool off of the... Uh, the hype video, the pregame hype video. He ain't even on there anymore. Mm, I don't know, but I don't know if he's the best player. Well, okay. Larry Johnson. In New Orleans? La- Larry Johnson, uh, Alonzo Mourning. Um, no, no, you go in Charlotte. That's who they were first, though. That's the same franchise. I'm only, I'm just talking about in that city. Chris Paul? Oh, shit. Listeners, let it not be said that King Kunta 3X does not have vast sports knowledge. I'm going to self correct right now. Anthony Davis is the best player New Orleans has had in probably 30 years. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend as if Pistol Pete Maravich did not walk and breathe. That's right. New Orleans Jazz before they moved to Utah. Yeah. Pistol Pete was a beast. Different, different, franchise, different franchise, though, but yes. But in that city, for as, as far as basketball playing, it goes Shaquille O'Neal, LSU. Yep. Um, did Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf play for LSU? Uh, who cares because he sucked in the NBA? Bullshit. No, he didn't. He got blackballed. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you meant Mohamed Abdul-Raouf. My mistake. My mistake. Yes, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Chris Jackson. Yes. Chris Jackson. Chris Jackson is the man. He was he was uh, Agent Zero before Agent Zero was a gleam in his daddy's eye. He would give you he was gonna give you the business. The only man besides Joe Dumars who Michael Jordan respected when he when he came on the court. You give him the ball, it's game over. Uh, you actually can still see him play in the big three. He plays in the big three. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, I love his game. I, I, you know, he's one of he, the greatest offensive players that that ever was. He had that tick, but um, other than yeah, that, yeah, he did have that. You know, no one's perfect. <laughs> right. Uh, so he got blackballed out of the NBA because he was Kaepernick the first Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he would not. Um, you know what's crazy? He actually had a he actually had a relevant and pertinent claim too. It wasn't he wasn't standing up for um, mistreatment of anybody. It was literally his religion. He was like, "This is just not part. This is not what I want to include myself in for religious reasons." Right. How can America say no to that? I, I never understood that one. Well, America didn't say no, but Commissioner uh, uh, Stern and all the Stern, owners yeah. said, get the fuck out. Yeah, that's wild. You take, you take your yellow ass, you get the fuck out of here, Chris Jackson. What if you found my, out— My name's Mike Moody. No, it's Chris Jackson. What if you found, out Michael, Jackson. What if you found out that Michael Jordan R. Kelly'd him? And it Maybe. Was, and it was like Michael Jordan like, no, fuck this scoring-ass dude. Like, Maybe. as soon as we get a chance to get his ass up out of here, we get him out of here. And he like— like put that's that. who MJ. Why? Why? Why is MJ considered better than than LeBron? Because MJ would do shit just like this, <laughs> right? <laughs> why was Isaiah Thomas not on Dream Team One? Exactly. Like that's because MJ didn't like him. 
One of the legends that came before Michael Jordan was blackballed from the Olympics because Michael Jordan just wanted it. That's the, the only reason. first dream team, the first accumulation of talent. They was taking the, <laughs> the greatest talents there were, except one obvious one. Zeke. Why? Because MJ said fuck him. Just because he said fuck that. And then Magic's like, well, that's my, that's my boy. I want to. We kiss. And, and MJ's like, fuck you, Magic. And fuck Zeke. It ain't happening. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, you, oh, you want it to happen? Okay. Well, I ain't going. I ain't going. Right. Now what? Now what? <laughs> so, yeah, man. He was petty like that. How petty? Yeah. At his Hall of Fame speech, he's still pissed. He's still tight and pressed with the coach in, 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 uh, that, that, that cut him from his junior varsity team. Really? Wow. High school. Damn. That's why these Jordan cry memes are so ridiculous that that whole generation of people only know MJ as the cry face guy. But in any event, keeping it pushing. Let's talk a little bit about them politics before we get up out of here. Uh, Listeners, uh, the government's back open, though I think we have about 12 days before it closes again. The government's back open. And so um, the new House, Democratic House, is doing stuff. And one of the things they wanted to do was make uh, uh, voting, uh, making uh, the day that we vote a national holiday. Why? To allow greater access to people. If it's a federal holiday, people can have greater access or not really, for the most part, won't be concerned about having to go to work because they can focus on going to go vote. This passed the House. Hmm. Makes sense. You know. Vote? Yeah, sure. It's American. American. It's your right to vote as American. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Make it a, make it a nationality. Go vote. What did you do on MLK Day? You didn't go vote. So, I mean, yeah, sure. Makes sense. What's wrong with this? Innocuous. Go vote. Mitch McConnell, leader of the Senate, Republican leader of the Senate, put this measure down. Didn't let it go to a vote in the Senate. Because once something passes the House, right. then it must be voted on in the Senate. Right. And after it passes the Senate. That's it. And it becomes uh, a law. Uh, no, it becomes a bill that's presented to the president for a signature. And then the president, I'm only a bill shit. Yeah, then right. the president can either sign it or veto it or do nothing. And it will turn into a veto. And then it will have to go back down in the Senate where it can only be passed into law by two-thirds vote. I learned all of that shit from Schoolhouse Rock. I'm only a bill. So back to what I'm saying. So the House overwhelmingly passed this bill to make voting the day we vote every, every year national holiday. So give more people access. Why? Because you want people to weigh in, right? Wrong, 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 wrong. McConnell put this shit down. He said, I quote, this is a power grab by the, this is an attempted power grab by the Democrats. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss here you're It didn't idiot. say You're an idiot dude And if you take the day off You have to vote for this party Right So he's basically saying We've railroaded all these Democrats Into working their asses off And not be, having jobs Where they can't get out to vote But if we allow them to get a day off We're gonna lose Every time No they're basically saying We've railroaded everybody Period <laughs> 
And if everybody would come in to vote on what we're doing, then we got a problem. That's an, what an idiot. How can a... Be honest. Idiot. This is the leader of the, of the Senate majority. Yeah. What does that mean for a political party to acknowledge that they don't want more people voting? What does that mean in a democracy? What are we really saying here? We're saying, be honest, don't go vote. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't make a difference. Yeah, don't go vote. Because we had riffraff like you voting. We'd have all sorts of shit. We'd have more crazy people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC. By the way, correction. Uh, Last week I said um, Elizabeth Warren is from Maine. She's actually from Massachusetts. And she did apologize to the Cherokee Nation this week. (laughs) <laughs> because she had said she had said that she was Cherokee. One seventy sixth percent. But she, but she's not. Kind of like how I say that you know I I I've got Cherokee, right? Because apparently my my great great grandfather was a full blooded Native American, but I don't know any of this. I don't know this for a fact. It's just right. some shit that my aunt told me, right? <laughs> I, I so got if Cherokee. I were to run for office, I probably shouldn't tell people. I oh, Cherokee by the way, well. of course, yeah. Yeah, so she apologized. Here's the deal. I, I like Elizabeth Warren as much as I like any, you know, white liberal art school teacher. Um, she's been pretty consistent on her message the last 30 years. But you can't do shit like that. Right. You can't. So, you know, I don't know who's going to wind up being the presidential nominee. Um, but I, that's not going to help. And that's probably not going to work. Uh, someone can say, but you lied about being an Indian. What the hell is that? I mean, why would you do that? Next question. I've addressed that. So um, speaking of people that have decided to run for president. <sighs> why won't somebody tell him, be honest? Because um, I don't know why they won't tell him. I'm talking about Cory Booker. Okay. Yeah. Cory Booker announced that he will be running for president of these here United States of America. Well, he feels like Kamala should be the only woman running, probably. I see what you did there. And if that's actually what he felt and he said that, I'd respect that. (laughs) Instead... He's fucking trying to Queen Latifah us, and I don't like it, to be honest. I don't like it. I need receipts. How are you a man of the age of 40-something and the only, shout out to First Deli Cat, the only publicly known interaction you've had with a woman, a woman, is an alleged rape allegation in your teens. Well, here's the here's the silver lining. You know he didn't rape that chick, so he's cleared. <laughs> so, so here's here's the deal. Okay, so black people, in my opinion, uh, are st- we are still. You can say it. You can say it openly homophobic. Notwithstanding the fact that we all know multiple many gay people. Got gay cousins. I got about four off the top of my head. Just thought about it right now. But, you know, it's wound up in that whole, you know, religious church or mosque type situation. 
uh, where we view homosexuality, or some of us do, I don't. Uh, as, as the universe does. As, you know, sinful or et cetera. Notwithstanding the fact that if uh, that minister of music ain't there living his best life, <laughs> church not make the service. Church is no pop right. And we're not going to make it a service. And if them praise dancers ain't hitting them sixes, collection plate going to be a little bit light. And if Terry does not sing Precious Lord, then is it, is, it, is it really a service? It's not, because we know that's his song. Right. Whenever he sings a solo, that's going to be his song. That's the, that's the only one he sings. Um, notwithstanding that, we still have a problem with people who are openly gay. And I honestly believe that Cory Booker knows this, which is why he's kept his personal life such a mystery. But at the same time, he should know that that's still not going to lead to voters turning out for him because of the rumors. It's just not going to happen. It's not, the black vote's not really going to fully turn out for that. Why? You can't win. You would have been better off trying to be someone's vice president, which you probably will be because you yeah. can't win. Yeah, you can't win. And even then, I don't know if Kamala can uh, have a white husband and a gay vice president. I don't know. I think she's going to need a white dude. That'd be sticky, though. I think she's going to need a white dude. I think Beto O'Rourke might be the best ticket. I don't, um, you can't double up with Elizabeth Warren. Just That's two women, and you know, women. Once they start hanging out with each other, you know, their periods start synchronizing, and it's all crazy. That's a joke. Hilarious. Or is it? I don't know, because, you know, when you know, these are actually facts. You know, women, they hang around long enough, they do get in sync. It is what it is. Yeah. Because uh, as Bianca said, God wants uh, wants you to have a harem, apparently. <laughs> Bianca's word is not mine. So, Cory Booker. The candidate no one wanted. We'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll see. see. We'll see. I hope that he goes on a path of discovery, a journey of discovery and doing. Um, and maybe he comes out free at the end of this journey. Who knows? Free, free and as in he's willing to admit what he may be, Just be or himself. he likes vagina. What? Uh, mm, no, he's not. He, I don't believe he's going to be delivered. What if, what if though? I don't think he's going to be with the women. So I don't if, think so. What if the, the reason why he's the way that he is right now is due to the trauma of being accused of rape early in his life? And he just needs to experience a good one. You got to be 40, what was it, 42 or 45 to run for president. So that's a long ass time, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't so say, I don't, I don't I didn't say it was reasonable. I didn't say it was reasonable. I just said, what if? Yeah. What if, like I said, again, at the end of the day, hopefully this is a journey of self-discovery and Cory Booker can be free right. at the end of this presidential run in 2020. I hope that for Cory. He seems like a good dude. He's got a lot of great ideas, but, you know, Queen Latifah. Let's talk about something a little bit more serious. Be honest, have you heard about the Virginia, Virginia governor? Virginia? No, I have not. So apparently the governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam, a picture surfaced of him 
in a yearbook? I think it's a page of pictures. He's on it, and there's someone in blackface, and then there's someone wearing a Klan's, a full Ku Klux Klan's get up. In a yearbook? In a yearbook in which, on, on his page, on his page of the yearbook. What year was the yearbook published? <sighs> Long time ago, man. He's, uh, let's see. I don't have the exact date. I apologize, but it's, I believe it's in the 70s. It's, it's, it's not it's new. Current. <laughs> it's post uh, civil rights movement. It's post civil rights movement. Okay. I mean, he's old, but he's not that old. Got you. And so when this picture surfaced, there are immediate calls for him to step down. A little background on Ralph Northam. Be honest, what, 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 uh, what, what, Political party? Do you think he's a member of Governor of Virginia, uh, nice Southern state? Virginia with the Klan stuff. I mean, he's got to be a Republican, right? That's what I thought too, and I was fucking wrong. He's a Democrat. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, sometimes it's your own people. Sometimes it's your own people. I'm not gonna lie to you. I would not be shocked if there's a picture of Clinton somewhere in blackface. Right. I'm actually shocked we haven't seen it sooner. To be honest with you. That's just my experience in the South. I just and Arkansas just too. It. Arkansas is not a very we like nope. black people state. No, Arkansas is Oklahoma adjacent, and uh, yeah. So the picture, okay. You know what? So, <laughs> so he's denying it's him in either the blackface or the Klan's hood. Oh, okay. The Klansman hood and get up. Okay. Not me. However. In a painful hour-long press conference yesterday, he did admit that in 1984, he did once darken his face to resemble Michael Jackson during a dance contest. Okay, so are we mad because he wanted to be a pedophile or an almost black guy? He said he put a little bit of shoe polish on his cheeks. A little bit on his cheeks. What would that do? To add some color. Just to his cheeks? What is he, black blush? Well, he's Michael Jackson. So he said, you know, he had the glove. The vitiligo. jacket. He's vitiligo Jackson. Yeah, so he had just a little bit, a little bit of shoe polish. A little bit of shoe polish to the cheeks. So he did that because he know that shit's coming out now that they're looking. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that may not mm-hmm. have been him then in the picture. He says, I believe now and then that I'm not in either of the people in this photo. That don't make any damn sense. That means he was Basically the saying he does not think he's one of the persons in the photo. Okay. Pianos, what did I just say? He doesn't think he's one of the people <laughs> in the yearbook photo. Okay. Pianos, if I show you a picture of you and you're over the age of 13... <laughs> And your eyes are open. <laughs> oh man. Are you gonna That's him, man? You, say, you know, you know that... Kunta, I I I I think that might could be me. That's him. Or, Stop it. You know it's him. I don't I'm not sure that's me, Kunta. I'm not you know, I'm ninety eight. I don't know no oh maybe. Yeah, that's him. He denies having that he ever wore a KKK robe and hood. 
As he should. Or been drunk enough to forget a moment like this. As he should. So after that, I don't think that was me. Now he says, nope, nope, that, that was not me. That, yeah. that was not Ralph Northam. So there are calls, numerous calls from him to resign. Um, Why would he? He's, he got the, he's the a teenager. Senator, hmm? He was a teenager. Why are we going to make him resign? I intend to continue doing the business of Virginia, he said defiantly. He says, you know what? I could spare myself from the difficult path that lies ahead. I could avoid an honest conversation about harmful actions from my past. I cannot in good conscience choose the path that would be easier for me in an effort to duck my responsibility to reconcile. I will not be stepping down as governor. Go me. <laughs> I agree. Why? Why? Uh, so we're saying you can never make a mistake in your entire life and have a, a job doing anything that matters? That's ridiculous. He, if, if, if it were him as a teenager, are we saying that that's who he is now? And are we saying that you can never do anything that might piss off somebody? If you do, you can never have a job of any importance. Is that what we're really saying? Yep. If you're going to be a public servant, that's ridiculous. You cannot you cannot be wearing a clans hood, clansman hood. You can't be in blackface. More importantly, you can't admit that you have been in blackface. You're like, yeah. you know, I was a little bit in blackface. Well, blackface, blackface, the is, only blackface we recognize as a people is Robert Downey Jr. I agree. Robert Downey Jr. pulled it off really well. But here's the thing, right? I agree that. Okay, so if if it were just a blackface, that's what I'm talking about. If he's in a clan hood, that's kind of different because that's that's his ideals, and we're talking about his ideology. What if I told you he had a nickname? Oh God! If I told you that that's also come out that he had a nickname? Oh no, no! And he's shocked that it's this came out, and only a couple people knew him by this name. You ready? No. Coon Man. That's his nickname. Is there any chance he used to hunt raccoons? Nope. Damn it. Okay, listen. You can't be governor with all this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Coon Man can't be governor, man. (laughs) Who's prone to a little black face every now and then? Uh, yeah. Why would you be in blackface? To, you know, you know that's what always bothered me. Why would you need to be in blackface to be a Michael Jackson impersonator? Throw his ass away, Kunta. You got it. You win that one. Coon man. <laughs> <laughs> you got. You know what, listeners? You got to laugh at some of this stuff because you know we we're only what sixty years. From um, integration. Yeah. Yeah. We really can't forget that we're not that far along. We're not really that far past terribleness in this country. Your very existence was criminal until about, I don't know, about 80 years or so ago. So uh, the loving decision. So we're not that far. Yeah. So the fact you have a, a, a Democrat of a Southern state with has this baggage. I'm not surprised, yeah. but no coon man can't be your governor. I agree. So anyway, there has to be that's all else. I have. There has to be You have any else. more system? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, you know, it's, this, this is kind of old now, but I do actually have some schism. Uh, do you remember the Miami, Florida guy? Uh, well, let me just read the article. Florida man caught on camera, threatening black teens with a gun and calling them the N word. A white man was caught on video confronting a group of black teens while he was holding a gun and repeatedly shouting the N-word. 
The man, later identified as Mark Allen Bartlett, was arrested and charged with carrying a concealed weapon without a license. On January 21st, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, a white woman was caught on video shouting at black teens who were participating in a wheels-up, guns-down demonstration and protesting the redevelopment of a public housing complex while riding their bicycles. She apparently wanted the teens to get out of the way as she said they were blocking the bridge. Another video captured by Florida activist movement Dream Defenders shows the woman, later identified as Dana Scalione, yelling, Don't touch me, and the teen replied that he never touched her. She also claimed that someone ran over her foot with a bicycle and shoved the teen, although it was later found out the bicycle stopped before actually hitting her foot. A few seconds later during that confrontation, her boyfriend, 51-year-old Mark Allen Bartlett, got out of his car brandishing his gun towards the teens and called them uh, the D-word, um, effing The D-word? In- what the fuck's the D-word? This is an article. They, they, they bleeped everything out. It's just got dots, so that's really weird. Huh. I don't know what that is. Um, uh, as seen on the I video, assume he said the N word, not with an A, with an E R. Yeah, not with an A. They're saying with a, with an A though. Anyway, the video he in, did. Yeah. Oh shit! He's listening to DMX. <laughs> X gonna give it to him. Gonna give it to him. The video ended yeah. as Scalione and Barlett were walking away, still shouting expletives and racist insults. Barlett was arrested on charges of illegally brandishing a gun and carrying a concealed weapon without a license on Monday. More serious charges of hate crime are expected to be imposed. Meanwhile, Scalione was fired from her real estate job at Insignia International Properties. Aww. According to the arrest report, Barlett admitted carrying a gun but claimed that he didn't point it at anyone. He also tried to justify by saying that his girlfriend, Scalione, was outnumbered. He told uh, local number 10, the, the news outlet, I've never threatened anyone. I just needed it in case something were to happen. He also claimed that he just blurted out the racial slurs out of anger and even said that the reason why he used the word, the reason why Chinese people used the word, why Japanese people, European people, the reason why everybody uses that word is because black people use that word. And I ask you, King Kunta, is this racism? I think that myself and Kuhn Man would agree that it is racism. <laughs> Kuhn Man. Um, yeah, man, it's clearly racism because, I mean... <laughs> Listen, just because I get mad at somebody doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to immediately use the N-word. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. I have to actively do that. This is like that um, Martin Luther Kuhn Jr. weatherman thing. The reason why I've never said Martin Luther Kuhn Jr. is because I don't ever say Martin Luther Kuhn Jr. So the reason why it was so easy for him to go to his go-to for a uh, for for an insult because that is his go-to for an insult when, it, when in connection with black people. And, you know, the gun, I don't understand the wheels up, what that concept is, what they're doing, how they should. I have no idea. I do. I do. So what, but, what it was is the, the wheels up, guns down was uh, talking about, I, guess, I, don't, know, I don't know if it, this happens in LA, but in Atlanta, you'll be out on Sunday and a group of, of um dirt bike and four-wheelers will just like rush the entire street and they'll be doing pop wheelies and shit in the middle of the street and it's it's offensive but i guess they're they're trying to turn that into uh hey we're doing this but we're not killing people so it's kind of like a rally against people having the perception that everybody black in the hood is doing bad stuff so these teenagers though weren't even on dirt bikes they weren't even on atvs they were on bicycles and they were just doing their own little protest or not protest but so what this really is is extended road rage is what i'm getting 
Yeah, but see, and see, that's why I don't think this is racism. I don't think it has anything to do with race. I think that he also used the word nigga, but I don't think that had anything to do with what happened. That was almost like an afterthought. Racism, as defined, is prejudice, discrimination. Nope, yeah, or we in- call that a multiplier. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know that it was though. I think that it was almost like uh, if you're if you're fighting somebody, you say bitch ass nigga, and you're black too. You don't say that because you think they're a bitch or something about their ass. It's 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 almost like just part of. My aggression. I'm showing you I'm not standing for this shit or whatever. Now, you know what this sounds like? What? It sounds like, well, I didn't use a lot of shoe polish because if anyone knows, it kind of stinks. I just used a little bit. Here's the thing. He brought his gun out because he felt that his girlfriend was in trouble. She was surrounded because by because she black ran into teams. a middle of people doing a right. performance. Right. She ran. In, she ran into a situation that she claimed got her toe run. I don't know how they proved that she didn't have her toe run over because it would only be her word against theirs. So she quite literally could have been a, like verbally, at least verbally assaulted by these teens. It's possible. So her boyfriend sees this from a distance. He runs up. I don't know what the concealed gun shit is because I saw the video. The gun is not concealed. There's no reason for him to get a concealed charge. He had the motherfucker out. He needs to get the brandishing a weapon charge because nobody had a fucking weapon. He's the only idiot who brought his weapon out. Is he is he guilty of that? Absolutely. He shouldn't have brandished his weapon on some fucking teens on bicycles. His girlfriend probably shouldn't have been walking where she was walking. She needed to go back to the... Like, it doesn't make any sense why she's on this bridge and he had nope. to get out of a car. Did she get out of her car just to say something to these teens? That's kind of stupid. If you if you see them, they're doing something, you're sitting in your car and you jump out to go run, start some shit, then you're kind of a dumbass too. So the girlfriend is wrong for however she got in the middle of that dumb shit and then claimed that they were assaulting her. He's wrong for brandishing a weapon but the nigga part that is not part of the rest of the story he may be a racist but that is it shouldn't be a hate crime this isn't a hate crime he didn't do this because he was trying to to fuck black people up he was doing it because his girlfriend was in the middle of some bullshit and he couldn't handle it by himself that's not racism he was scared because he felt like if he jumped out there without his gun they was gonna fuck him and his girlfriend up which was probably a good call but that's not racism you know, be honest, a man of your talents could be used on the uh, Ralph Northam, uh, <laughs> his, his his PR team right now, they're scrambling because <laughs> I think the way you're talking, you could find, a, you could chart a path to get around this Coon Man thing. I can't get around Coon Man. You saw caught him off guard. I conceded. I can't get around Coon Man. I conceded. When you think about it, he's not calling himself Coon Man. <laughs> <laughs> That would be crazy. <laughs> Look, man. What a fucking guy. It may be correct in that it didn't start off as racism. I doubt it. I think you had a white woman trying to assert her white privilege. Right. And it didn't go well. Not at all. And then she was backstopped by a, by a, a white man who decided to assert his white privilege with the gun. Oh no, white and black people so, carry guns. Come on, stop that. He didn't he didn't do anything a black person wouldn't have done. He brought his gun because he was outnumbered. But then he said, nigga, that's not racist. It's not. It's not. I mean, what if he does hunt coons? Okay. <laughs> what if he's just a really big fan of raccoons? You know, what if he has several pet raccoons? That's his superhero power. <laughs> what it could be. Could be. You know, oh, I I think the this whole narrative that Coon should have a negative connotation. Who agreed to that? <laughs> Not Ralph Northam. He didn't agree to that. Not Davy Crockett. No, Davy Crockett, fellow Coon man. Yeah, he wore a coonskin hat. I mean, he can't do that. 
That's that. That's political speech. Is, is that the type of world we want? Is, is it really? <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where someone can't decide to enter a Michael Jackson concert and try to look somewhat authentic to the person <laughs> they're trying to portray. One. Hashtag Ralph Fiennes. Two, I also don't want to live in a world where people just have other people impose their mean views, uh, turning things and twisting and turning things, simple things, safe things like raccoons to something mean and ugly and terrible. Long live Coon Man. So these motorists, they were just trying to get to where they were going. Right. And, you know, they didn't want to be a captive audience. We've all been there. Right. Yeah, you know, you ride. If you ever, you know, if you've ever been on anything like a subway or, or a bus, and there's a performance, it fucking sucks, man. Right, it does, it does. And you know, perhaps they were playing music. I mean, you know, if the music was referring to them as 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 niggas, why not? You know, I wanted them to know. He wanted them to know who he was talking to. Yeah. Because if he doesn't let, if they don't know who he's talking to using their own vernacular. Then there's just going to be more confusion he was trying to and more delay. He's trying to relate to them, right? Yeah, there's going to be more confusion <laughs> and more delay. And, you know, we don't know if any of the kids had guns. We don't. You know, what about that? What, what about what about that? That's what we should, you know, is we should, we should, you know, maybe it looked like they had guns. How about that? Right. Right. This wills up thing, you know, they didn't know. No, I didn't really know until now. So, yeah. Well, so I think that, you know, um, the motorists and Coon Man, I, I just think we all got to take a deep breath and back up and say, what are we doing here? Forest trees. So Pot, you're, you're saying racism, but not a hate crime? Or are you saying hate crime and racism? Uh, it's clearly racism. It wasn't a hate crime, but it might get kicked up that way. And let that be a cautionary tale to if you want to pull out your piece. Don't yell out racial expletives, or you might get tagged with a yeah with a hate crime modifier. So I don't feel bad for those people. If anything, it's this it's this one this woman's fault. She did absolutely all of this. stay in the fucking car. You know, go a different direction. Go the other way. Yep. Alrighty, that's all I got yeah. this week. Yeah. Well, so listeners, let's keep Coon Man uplifted in prayer, and. Um, <laughs> Because he's, you know, he's just trying to do the business of Virginia, and we all just need to relax. Because haven't we all pretended to be somebody we we're not? Remember when you were a little kid? Remember when we were playing cowboys and who? Oh, cowboys <laughs> and Indians. He's mm. so silly. That's problematic. Particularly if you're like Elizabeth Warren and you're not really Native American. Yeah, we played Cowboys and Savages. Ooh, we, Savages. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't even try to sugarcoat Ooh, it. Dehumanizing. Ugh. Uh, so that, does that mean Beyonce can't ever have office? Well, be, assuming we forget all the other inflammatory shit that he says on the regular, <laughs> on a weekly basis, <laughs> over a wide variety of podcasts. Let's just, let's just pretend we don't know that part. Can Beyonce not, not, not be governor of Atlanta? Because one, you know, one drop rule. And two, um, he may have played Cowboys and Savages. Is that what we're saying? I didn't want to even tell you what we call the Cowboys. It's, that's really inflammatory. Or what about in the 80s? <clears throat> Non-millennials. What was big in the 80s? 
crack? Ni- crack and ninjas. Ninjas? You never had nunchucks? I didn't. I did watch the ninja movie. You never had nunchucks? No. That is so that is so weird. A lot of shit's making sense now, to be honest. <sighs> I never watched comic I never read comic books. I never had nunchucks. Never had nunchucks. Yeah, come on, man. I like you never girls. watched Karate Kid. I like women. I did watch Karate Kid, but that's because it was about girls. It was who was doing all this shit for a woman. Come on, be honest. You you you've pretended to be a ninja or a karate man or sure sure a kung couple, fu couple of times. same th- Chuck, see Chuck Norris or you know there was were that... you in yellow face? Mm-hmm. Cultural appropriation, definitely. I definitely yeah. I definitely thought I was Asian. Mm. Mm. You know, I've been told that I have slanted eyes. Okay. But the C-word eyes. Okay. Now, if I if were to tell somebody to volunteer that, you'd be you'd be chink how man. Would that sound? You'd be chink man. How, you would, how would that sound? Cool now, man, maybe cool man and chink man. Just words, man. Words don't hurt people. People do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners. That was all sarcasm. Fuck Coon Man. Fuck these motorists. Um, Ralph Northam, it's over. Step down. Yeah. Perhaps the clan will have you. But, you know, perhaps you can do speaking engagements, but you're not going to be governor anymore. No way. Uh, so, even be honest, happy can't trails. Can't, don't even be honest, can't be that for you. Yeah, and you know, reach out to the show. Be honest, might be able to help you to hold on for a little bit longer, but can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> but listeners, that's been it for a very special Super Bowl edition of Black on Both Sides. Um, we asked it if you like what we're doing, share the show, tell a friend, tell a friend and a friend, friend, friend. Um, share with your kids, probably not. Still, probably a little bit rough. Um, or is it? Teach them young. Uh, give us a five star review on iTunes. Helps us a lot. If you want to be a, if you really want to be a super helper, super friend, and get something in return, we become a premium member of the Rare Science Network. Rare Science Network. You go to rarescience.com, become a premium member. What that do, does is that will give you access to all the archive shows of all uh, that are uh, that exist for the shows across the Rare Science platform. That's uh, the Mothership, the No Nonsense Show, Music Love Life, BTG for President. Open Run with BTG, Black on Both Sides. In addition to the archives you would get for the No Nonsense Show, and you would also uh, have an opportunity to listen to some premium podcasts that are done by the various hosts across the Rare Sonus Network, which are essentially individualized, shorter-form podcasts where we talk about just our thoughts, things are, that are on our mind. And you can you can become a premium member for a little cost of four dollars and ninety nine cents. Uh, that will get you probably about a tank, a little bit over. Well, no, give you a, give you a gallon of gas maybe, and and, a bit and more. maybe yeah. and maybe a corn dog, a gallon of gas and a corn dog. Kunta, hmm? we have a five star review. Nice. Yes, we I do. Mean, from from waiter three. His subject is not going to hate. Five stars, like the show. Simple, sweet, five stars. Waiter three, we appreciate you. And if it's Nathan Nice, that will appreciate you. But I don't think Nathan Nice was ever a waiter, so it's Neither. probably not him. It's not. That's not him at all. You yeah, know Nathan wow. Nice is not going to say one sentence and stop. That was just, 
one, and he said he's not going to hate. That's a, that's a, this is a weird, this is weird feedback. No, it's millennial feedback. The subject is not going to hate. It's millennial the, feedback. The body is like the show. Millennial feedback. He was trying to be edgy, and he did it. Attention grabbing. Okay. <laughs> then short and sweet. Like the show. I'm like, all right. Nicely done. It, see, this is what happens when you don't grow up in the 90s, but you watch things from the 90s. You don't understand how to use 90s, you know, you don't understand how to use the 90s lingo. Okay. Yeah, that was, this is, a, hey, this is a, I was kind of a Martin, Gina, hey, yell, hey, not even gonna hate. I like the show. That's how I'm gonna take it. Okay, cool. Thank you, Waiter 3. Yeah, thank you, Waiter 3, and we hope that uh, you continue to not even hate and like the show. But listeners, so four ninety nine. Be a premium subscriber, get access to our own private um, um, personal podcast. Be honest, and his lovely wife Kit each try to uh, de- destroy the marriage in a public forum. And so far, they're still holding, holding on strong. I, from time to time, will tell you about something that's really pissing me off where I don't want Be Honest uh, spinning it. Uh, and so it's, 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 it's helpful to the show. You get the archived episodes. If you're a fan of the No Nonsense Show and you don't know who Uncle O-Dub is, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's a national treasure. It goes Alec Baldwin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and O-Dub. Prove me wrong. But in any event, keep listening, keep supporting us. Oh, wait, that's the wrong show. (laughs) (laughs) This is black on both sides. Nothing's black and white.